0: The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is The Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1: Another week gone by and here we be for another hour of movie chatter, the only show that matters from this time to that time on certain days here at The Zone.
0: I like how you said this time to that time. Yes. That was nice. <laughs> we're uh, flexible here at The Movie Zone. We we just uh, we mold uh, to the clock. Hey, whatever what works, man. I'm happy. Yeah.
1: Daytime doesn't matter as long as we're on. That's right. 44 minutes and 50 seconds three times a week. We're happy campers. We'll do whatever... Is necessary. Wonder if anyone realizes that's how long the movie zone is every single week to the second. Only four minutes. We have to no, know forty-four <laughs> minutes, fifty seconds. We have to time it out every single week so that the overnight clock matches.
0: Of course, it does. So. That's why we have to do. We but are professionals. That's
1: not true. Okay. <laughs> Don't put that <laughs> responsibility on me, please. Uh, by the way, have we talked before about your Google uh, image that you have for your Google
0: account? No. Which one is it?
1: It is. It's you uh, On stage in all your glory Okay With your bass guitar Screaming at the moon Oh yes Yes yes
0: Okay I know which one you're talking about But The
1: thumbnail Until it was enlarged Because my eyesight is so terrible I thought it was The uh, Chris Pratt Elf character from Onward (laughs) <laughs> whatever it, well, w- barley, which, his barley which
0: ironically their last name is lightfoot it is in fact yes in it is yeah.
1: so i thought for a second you had changed it to to that but then when i enlarge it it's no it's you
0: how funny is it that i don't even know what image you were referring to what what are you talking about
1: <laughs> my wife and i just went
0: through this the other day ourselves where she
1: picked up my phone and her google picture on my phone was a picture that she'd never remember changing that account to be. <laughs> really? like, Where'd you get this picture? I hate that picture. Change that picture. I'm like, I, I, I did.
0: Oh, know boy. Did you just apologize right there? I'm sorry. Oh,
1: always. I'm always. I'm, I'm sorry, baby. It's always. Look, the customer and wife are always right. That's right. That's the key to not carrying anything. You know,
0: in fact, this reminds me <laughs> I have to ask you a question from a few weeks ago. You sent me a Twitter image of Joey from Friends and said, did How come I never saw this or put this together? And I think you were referring to me and Joey. No, not ringing a bell. Was it Joey from
1: Friends? Is it Joey? No. It How was, you doing? It wasn't Joey from Friends. It was. Oh, God! Now I'm not. Now I can't. Oh, it was not Joey from Friends. It was Garth Brooks' alter ego, Chris. Oh, Chris. whatever his name was. That Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Yes. 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 <laughs> You've got a, a similar coloring to Chris Gaines.
0: Yeah. I am. That's Chris. That's who it was. You know? I am Chris Gaines. Because and then I think someone responded with Joey from Friends. That's what I saw the Joey thing. Yeah, and I'm like, what yeah. are you? Because I, I, I only caught that part of it. I'm like, what's he referring to?
1: No, just just Google Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines, and if Johnny Lightfoot went emo, <laughs> you know, they'd be twins. So just put on a little guy liner and uh, guy liner and some hair in your eyes, and you'd be that that that'd be Chris Gaines. Yeah, I love it. Uh, what a weird thing that Garth Brooks did, by the way.
0: It was strange, wasn't it? Very weird. I don't know why he did it. I really couldn't answer that question to why. Yeah. The songs were okay.
1: But, I, I don't uh, know that I've ever heard a single one.
0: Uh, you have. You just just didn't realize what you were listening to and probably... Says Chris
1: Gaines was a one-off fictional rock persona yeah. created as an alter ego for Garth Brooks to explore musical styles, far removed from his success as a country singer.
0: Yeah, he put the wig on and... And became Johnny Lightfoot. What a,
1: right. <laughs> He's saying, Chris Gaines saying, It don't matter to the sun? I guess. That was Garth Brooks, not Chris Gaines. Whatever.
0: You know what's funny is looking at it, all I can see is Derek Zoolander. And of course, I'm, all, I'm always referred to as Derek Zoolander. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, the three of you could be brothers. Yes, yep, there we are. It. All right, let's get going here. We got some movies to talk about. Uh, we've got, well, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven new releases. Awesome. Going to Megaplex Theaters this week. We've got a poll question that has you out on the range coming up in segment two. Yeehaw. And our first poll question, our Sunday night poll question, I've changed it a little bit. Okay. For uh, a year now, I've been sending out a poll question every Sunday night uh, of a, about a movie from my personal collection at home and asking Twitter to say if it's good or bad. Right. And all but two or three have been voted
0: good. Right. And I just want to sense, since I've came in, they've gone bad. That's correct. Because yes. I'm bringing the reality into this, <laughs> where you've been padding, you know, you've no, been padding not, not it, so I, a, I just had to fix this. That's and, a <laughs> heinous attack uh, of libel and slander.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, and so, but I've changed it now. I've tweaked the Sunday Night Poll question. Now I'm going to take two of my movies and put them out there and say vote on it which of these is better. I like this. And this week I went with two westerns. Yep.
0: Cuz I'm in a western mood. I love western movies and I think I said this last week or the week before, we need a good western. We do indeed need a good a good western. The, yes. the last western I can really think of is Cowboys versus Aliens which was awesome. Terrible. Oh, Awful. Oh, really? Just no. Absolute joke. It was great because that's history. Uh,
1: well, no, it, it's not are you, good. Are you sure? Yes, okay. What about uh, Solo, a Star Wars story? Is that a Western? No, that's a space science fiction. It's a space Western, With they aliens. even have a train
0: heist, they do have a train heist, but it's, a, it's an alien train. Well, the two
1: movies this week were 2007's. Now, this is a remake, but it is the remake 2007 310 to Yuma, yes, starring. Uh, uh, why did I just space? Russell on? Christian Bale, Yep. Russell Crowe. Yep. Ben Foster. Yep. Got to lot. I love this, uh, uh, cast 76% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.2 out of 10 IMDB outlaw Ben Wade terrorizes 1800s, Arizona, especially the Southern railroad until he is finally captured. Wade must be brought to trial. So Dan Evans played by Christian Bale, the owner of a drought stricken dr- ranch volunteers to escort him to the train. Along the trail, a grudging respect forms between the men, but danger looms at every turn, and the criminal's men are in pursuit. So it's that one against 1985's Silverado. Ooh, both good movies. Starring Scott Glenn, Danny Glover, Kevin Costner, Kevin Kline, all in one movie. Brian Dennehy, Ray Baker, 76% uh, uh, fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, whoops, I I flipped these. Forgive me. Uh, Silverado is 76%... 310 to Yuma is 89%. Right. There you go. The votes are in 136 votes. Which movie is better? According to Twitter, 71% of responders voted 310 to Yuma, better than Silverado.
0: I can see that. 310 to Yuma is a good movie. It is a remake,
1: Mm -hmm. which surprised me that it won, though. So John Wayne, right? I think so. Yeah. But uh, because a lot of times remade Westerns get hated on. They do. They do. But it is a great movie, and I think I agree with the poll question response's results. I think 310 to Yuma is a better movie than Silverado. They're both must-watches, though, for me.
0: You know, it's interesting looking at the cast of Silverado. I mean, as you mentioned, uh, Kevin Klein and Scott Glenn, yeah. two amazing actors that you don't hear from much anymore. Right. When Kevin Klein,
1: uh, what was the last thing he was in? Uh, um, Beauty and the Beast? The yes. Live action? Yes,
0: the live-action yeah. Beauty and the Beast. But every time I hear and is Kevin Scott
1: Glenn still with us. I think he
0: is. Let's see. Last time, every time I think of Kevin Klein, though, I can't help but think of a fish called Wanda. Okay, that's like the quintessential <laughs> movie for Kevin Klein with me. I just I think of him every time I see, it, which I love. You've seen that movie, I'm yeah. sure, right? I think of Dave. Da- when he plays oh yeah. The president. I forgot about Scott Dave. Scott
1: Glenn is still with us, 81 years old.
0: Yes, of course. And Scott Glenn being in the right stuff. He was also in Urban Cowboy, Silence of the Lambs. Yep. Hunt for Red October. Oh, that's a great movie.
1: Uh he was a, he played a great uh, uh two episode special of Monk back in the
0: day. Did he really? Yeah, I did not know tried this. to frame Monk for murder. So. Wow. Well, All you right. know, I think we need to start a petition right now get Scott Glenn back in the movies. I agree, kind of. And Kevin Klein Didn't even I until
1: I had this as the poll question I'd forgotten about both who? Coming, so. Who? Kevin Klein. who? <laughs> so
0: that was the Sunday night poll question. Should we talk about the seven new movies this week? We definitely should talk about them, because there's one that I really am excited about, and I don't think you're too excited about it, but let's go over them. Now, before we do that, a little note here from our guy Larry Tassoni. Oh, cool.
1: We can't give you the details as of yet. Okay. But a very cool upcoming Bill and Ted promotion that you're going to want to stay tuned to social medias from Megaplex because you're going to want in on that action.
0: You're definitely going to want in on it, and uh, it's going to be very cool, and you're going to be very happy with what you may get.
1: So uh, that uh, hopefully you'll be ahead of Johnny on the opportunity there, because I know it's something that Johnny is trying to work. Johnny might quit his job just so he's eligible. That's
0: right. I I know I'm not eligible, but I you know there might be a heist. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, before we get to the new releases This week, Johnny, let's get to some movie news And rumors that we saw out there Just a few things happening uh, I'll throw this one at you real quick off the top There's a lawsuit being brought Against Universal Parks You know, Universal Hollywood yeah, yeah. the, the theme parks sure, Because there's a certain attraction that has injured Over a hundred people And has paralyzed one person Do you oh. have any idea what that attraction might be? The Inferno Tower thing The tower one The Inferno Tower? Not the Inferno Tower. The tower that dropped. Oh, that's Disney. Uh, You mean the Tower of Terror? That one. That is now the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Right. No, not that one. No, okay. A New York tourist is suing the resort after becoming paralyzed on the Punga Racers water slide at the Volcano Bay water park. Whoa. And while this one guest is the only one to be so severely injured, the same slide has reportedly caused as many as 115 other injuries to guests. Wow. And even those who were testing the ride. What? And they went forward with it anyway. Oh, yeah. Major lawsuit. It's a water slide. Wow. That is just hurting people. I
0: wonder right. what it's doing. Is it like cutting them up? Are they flipping off it? What's going the, on? The
1: injuries range from very minor, like nosebleeds to severe back and neck pain and concussions. Uh, or in this one incident, uh, his his back being snapped and he became paralyzed. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, wow. when you're going to Universal Parks, avoid the Volcano Bay water
0: slides. When I was a kid, that's the stuff I tried to do, though. Oh, you know? I never was water slide guy. Uh, man, no. I would go to uh, Raging Waters, and I would cause all sorts of uh, trouble <laughs> down there. I remember
1: one time at Lagoon, uh, I went down the big, tall slide and said, that's, I'll never do that again. At, at Laguna Beach? Yeah, in, in Farmington. Yeah. Yes, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, not your thing? Nope, so uh, not really big-time movie news, but Universal might have to be showing out some money here. Well, I've got,
0: I've got one for you. Uh, Jurassic World 3. Oh, good. Yes, there's been some uh, set photos that have kind of revealed some stuff.
1: So they've already made, they've been making it? They've it's been not, making okay. it, and we
0: have some photos from the set. And this one in particular that I'm referring to is talking about the return of a classic sequel dinosaur. Hey, okay. all right. So we're kind of regurgitating the Jurassic Park movies into the Jurassic Worlds and changing out characters. Yeah. But it's going to bring back, and I am horrible about these names, because whoever came up with the dinosaur names just needs to be slapped upside the head. <laughs> what was wrong with Little Green Thing? Yeah. Right. It's a lizard that bites you. <laughs> Calm... Oh, I don't even know. They were the little, where's, where's little paleontologist Hans Olson. Yes. Yeah. Hans, come here.
1: The little uh, chicken-sized yes. Velociraptor. Yes. Thing? Those
0: yeah. they are going to be back, and they are going to be causing a lot of havoc throughout Jurassic Park Three. Of course, it's still in production. Um, probably going to be released in twenty twenty one, is what I'm guessing. Okay. Now, since everything has been changed, come on, maybe. Vaccine maybe 22 we'll have to see but what do you think are you are you fed up with dinosaur movies the jurassic parks i am okay they the this last the most recent one was terrific
1: i was really good yeah i was very pleasantly surprised but i'm done with them okay i'm more uh interested in the fake trailer that came out this week regarding Jurassic World 3, as it was teasing the return of a beloved classic from the mid-90s. Did you see this? I think I know what you're talking about. Where they replaced every dinosaur in the trailer with Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yes. Because it's so Paul funny. Because Rubens is going to bring Pee Wee Herman back. He's, he's bringing back. Did he ever back. leave? He did leave. He went to jail, I think, or at least paid a fine. There, there was a Pee Wee Herman 3 movie. Well, Well, it probably wasn't great.
0: Nope, it wasn't, but still, I cannot do that at I all. I you aren't, but what am I? <laughs> well, you know, and what, what kills me about this is maybe five years ago, there was talk of people actually building a real life dinosaur again. That's so stupid. And of course, my only thought to that is boy, if we only had six movies that told us why that's a bad idea. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and listen, the year 2020, not the year to be messing no, around with that do kind of thing. Back, No, do not bring them back now. How about
1: you take all your smart scientific mind energies and make us a vaccine, huh?
0: That's just well, that. I'm all about it. Jurassic World 3, I believe it's going to be called Domination. Okay. And uh, <laughs> it should be coming out. So, it actually, the, the dinosaur we're talking about that said they're bringing back was from the Lost World dinosaurs uh, back in 2015. Ah. Uh, so, uh, I'm sorry, not in 2015. The Lost World dinosaurs. So, anyway, yes. I'll probably see it. I, I do like them, but I'm fed up with them. I was just going to say, I'll spend
1: time from now until it comes out killing it, and then I'll watch it and go, oh, that was a fun oh, time. it wasn't too bad. Let's get to the new releases coming out this week How to Build a Girl rated R, it's a comedy a coming, a coming of age film for British teenage girl in England in the 90's it stars Beanie Feldstein who you know from Booksmart and Lady Bird, I did not know she was Jonah Hill's sister Really, I didn't Beanie know that either Feldstein.
0: They have different names. How's that possible?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jonah Hill Feldstein is probably his real name. Or I would assume to so, too, yes. But How to Build a Girl looks like the, your typical coming-of-age, teenager, R-rated comedy. Why do I think of weird science? Okay, I don't know, but I guess that would fit You've here. seen Weird Science, yes. of course, right? That it's kind would, of the same yeah. thing.
0: They, yeah. c- they construct a woman in a computer and bring her to life. And, okay. And I'm thinking
1: that meets Smart. Yeah. And that's what you got here. It's really not for me, I don't think, but I could see a lot of people thinking this is a funny movie.
0: Now, you know, it could come to play like every decade kind of has that coming-of-age movie. Like, I go back in time and think of Porky's, Revenge of the Nerds, uh, American Pie- uh, those type of movies This okay. could fall into that And it could be very funny Maybe so Maybe so I've never seen see. Any of those movies You haven't? I'm a good boy well, Of course you are I've seen It's everybody. time for me To get that of other Of those side. three
1: What's the best? On.
0: I'm going to go with the American mentioned. Pies. Uh, I think so. Well. Because there was just like, they made a total franchise out of them. Granted, yeah. there was like two or three Porkies and I think three uh, Revenge of the Nerds, but nothing is better than the first they're, Revenge they're, of the Nerds. But they were bad movies. Of course they American were. American Pie was a pretty good movie. Pretty good movie, and I could relate to it. Plus okay. the soundtracks was awesome.
1: Uh, the next one, Sputnik. Not rated. It's a Russian sci-fi horror film subtitled in English, an astronaut. Wow, an astronaut returns to Earth with an alien parasite inside. I'm telling you, I want to see this
0: one. This is right up my alley. Not mine. Come on, man. You see it and tell the people what it's like. Come with me and see it. No. You can bring a blanket if you need to. (laughs) A blankie? (laughs) Uh,
1: Happy, happy, joy, joy. Yes, this is going to be cool. The Ren and Stimpy story, a documentary on the controversial creator behind the popular cartoon series that is coming back, by the way. I know. I'm curious to see how they're going to bring it back. Now, I was a little too
0: young for Ren and Stimpy. Oh, see, it was right in my right my, you're right high my age. Days, yep. Probably. Yep. Actually, a little after high school, but yes, I still watched cartoons. And you, but you liked it? I did. I wasn't something that I watched regularly, but I, whenever it was on, I would laugh and watch it.
1: I saw moments of several episodes when I was in elementary, and I thought I was too
0: old for it. Okay. And I was in elementary. It. I mean, yes. <laughs> well, are you a fan of South Park? Yeah. Okay. It's similar. It is similar. I think South Park focuses a little more on current issues than Ren and Stimpy did. They just did silly, stupid things.
1: Yes. South Park is a smart show, believe
0: it or not. It is. Ren and Stimpy is just... Stupidity. I remember seeing, this is, now I'm going to date it's myself a psychotic there. chihuahua. They all are. <laughs> are they not? <laughs> no, they are not all. Most are. <laughs> they are on the bottom of the food chains, and they knows it. <laughs> so, Ren and Stimpy,
1: happy, happy, joy, joy, the documentary about their creator, who is a very controversial
0: figure. I, I like it. I'm going to see that one. This next one, I, this is the one I'm excited about. This is Muse Simulation a Theory IMAX experience, of course. This is rated PG-13, and it's a concert film, special event, only playing for three days, Uh, 817 to 819, exclusively in IMAX. And, of course, it's following the band Muse, which I like. We had a short discussion about them off the air and uh, talked about a few things that we know that we can't really repeat on air. But uh, I like their music, and I would like to see this.
1: Uh, I do like their music. Mm-hmm. I think they probably put on a, a hell of a concert, a hell of a live show. Sure. Yeah, of course. I don't know that I am a big enough fan to go
0: see this. Now, the, on- the only, and this is, this is true for me, at least, my only problem with Muse is I can only handle about four or five songs because then they all start sounding the same. Cool riffs with low legato vocals on top of it. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. But, right. uh, but I think I could make it through this movie and definitely check this out. I'm I'm dying for live concerts, and this right now is about as close as we're getting.
1: That might be true. And if you're going to go see a, a documentary of, of a live concert, or excuse me, a, a portrayal of a live concert, do it in IMAX. Right. So yeah. A good opportunity for those that are missing live music. Children of the Sea a PG rated anime film from Gilbley State studios Who? I don't know. I'm not into anime.
0: So. I me mean neither. I don't know a lot about anime. Spree. Yep. This is your movie. Yep.
1: And I did say your movie, not mine. I know. Rated, I know. rated R. Horror yep. genre. A rideshare driver tries to become famous on social media by torturing his passengers.
0: He must be filming it then or something.
1: He uh, I this sounds terrible. It's uber gone bad. It's, 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 it's uh, uh, yeah. This guy, in fact, it's sh- kind of shot in similar fashion to like paranormal activity. Yeah, right. Shaky where you cameras. Think it's a real thing. Yeah. This, it looks like a real rideshare thing in this guy, but it's not. It's, it's like, a, it's a comedy horror thriller type thing.
0: Yeah. Now, I'm going to be honest. Um, uh, all joking aside, it might not be my type. Yeah. You know, um, I was never a huge fan of those paranormal activities. And if it's shot like that, then I might not be interested. But it's kind of scary because it could kind of be real. This could really happen.
1: It could really happen. I hope it doesn't. Same. And final, the final new movie this week, uh, Johnny, tell us about it.
0: The Silencing, rated R. Thriller, starring Nicola Costa... How do you say that? Waldo. Waldo. Oh, from Game of Thrones, New of Black course. Waldo. Yeah. Of course. A father a father hunts the man who may have abducted his daughter in the woods. Yeah.
1: Hmm. So if you're into thrillers, this is your movie.
0: I do like thrillers. Are you a thriller fan or is that too close to the to the, the scary it movie depends thing you don't like?
1: Very much on the movie. Yeah. Uh, this one would be one I'd probably watch at home with all the lights on. And okay holding my daughter close to me
0: and then as soon as the movie's over you put on like bugs bunny cartoons to, 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 something yeah like something to be happy exactly. happy well, happy joy joy yes
1: megaplex is also continuing their classics on the big screen including gravity on yes. IMAX at Valley Fair yes the 2009 Star Trek on IMAX at the district that was the
0: reboot one the first one
1: it was yes uh dirty dancing okay Twilight the the first one you gonna go watch that no I've seen it enough okay which is zero. <laughs> I can only imagine. The Blair Witch Project, as we just mentioned. Yeah. Kind of yeah. fitting in with Spree. Yep. Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Loved that movie. Beauty and the Beast, the live action. Iron Man, the first one.
0: And I've got some facts about that you're going to find. About interesting.
1: Iron Man? Yeah, later. It kind of ties into yeah. our throwback. Sonic the Hedgehog, Abominable, yeah. How to Train Your Dragon 3, Megamind, Sing. I liked Sing. I love Sing. Sing was awesome. My two-year-old watches it Every day. It's so good. Every day. So good. The first Trolls, which my wife watches every day. Okay. (laughs) Despicable Me 3, also a big hit in our house. 1978's Superman. Christopher Reeves. The only good Superman, by the way.
0: Now, you know, uh, he was... Christopher Reeves held the, I guess, record, if you will, for the same guy to play the same character in superhero movies throughout so many which has now been broken oh really huh. but he was he held that record for a long time with all those Supermans what was there like 17 of them yes S- Superman <laughs> saves I don't know Pocatello Idaho Nantucket
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally instructions not included a dramedy uh, it's in Spanish with English subtitles mm-hmm. it's a comedy about uh, uh, irresponsible playboy who must grow up quickly when a former lover gives him their daughter to raise then leaves without a trace there you
0: go. There's some great choices, some great throwback movies on here. Yep, For sure Gravity is excellent. Did you watch that? I
1: hate Gravity. You didn't watch? Oh, but if you're going to watch it, make sure it's in IMAX. So,
0: I not only watched it uh in the theater, but I watched it in the D-box seats. Where it, oh, thro- wow, that's where cool. it throws you around. And man, that was crazy. I got sick. <laughs>
1: All right, so there you go. Those are the movies opening and playing this week at Megaplex Theaters. Coming up next, it's your time to shine. On Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot. I'm in a Western-type mood these days. Okay. So I simply ask, name us your favorite Westerns, modern or otherwise. At Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot, at Zone Sportsnet. We'll get to your responses next here on The Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back, Segment 2. Or should I? Let's do it this way. Welcome back, Pilgrim. (laughs) Segment 2 here on The Movie Zone.
0: That's pretty good there, Austin. It's a
1: little more Howard Cosell than John Wayne. It was was a mixture, but I liked it. uh, And uh, the soundtrack of the week, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. We're talking westerns and uh, the the composer just passed away a few weeks ago that, that wrote these that did the the score for the good, bad and the ugly. So there you go. but he's Johnny Lightfoot I'm Austin Horton and it's time for your turn to be part of the show. Get on Twitter play along each week we have a poll question and because we're filling a little westerny these days I am man I'm want a Western movie. I would love to be in a Western. would you really? if I were an actor, a professional actor, That's where I would want to make my money. Look,
0: you're not an actor. You're a movie star. If
1: I were an actor... You're not an actor. You're a movie star. All right. So on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at Johnny Lightfoot, at Zone Sportsnet, your favorite Westerns, let us know. Papa, or Papa Dave, I should say. UPS Dave. He comes in with like 19 suggestions. Wow. The original True Grit. Okay. The Cowboys. Okay. Here's one I hadn't thought of, but he's absolutely right to name it. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Oh, of course. That's
0: a Western. That's totally a Western. Butch
1: Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hello. That is that Robert Redford's best movie? Is that Paul Newman's best movie? Boy. If Is that their best movie together? For sure together. Even more so than The Sting? Yeah. I think
0: more people know that movie. Back to the Future Three. Yes. I will agree one hundred percent that is a Western and an awesome one. Uh, as I point at you (laughs) that was probably my introduction to
1: westerns really yeah okay so I was young Django Unchained and Young Guns I have not seen Young Guns
0: what yeah really need to fix that oh we got I gotta give you more DVDs (laughs) that I'll never that I'll never see (laughs) I keep forgetting to bring your stupid fifth element that's right Hans has my uh, Princess Bride or whatever it is movie I'll never see it again either he had never seen The Princess No, not, no, no, I'm sorry. He's got Willow. Willow is what he has. Oh. I'll never <laughs> so see can Willow. keep that. No, that's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Trained Observer
1: says Lonesome Dove and Tombstone are tied for his favorite westerns.
0: Tombstone's great.
1: Now, Lonesome Dove, not technically a movie, right? Wasn't it a
0: TV series? Did it turn into a movie? I thought
1: it was just a TV series. Maybe I've only seen the TV series. Let's see. Lonesome Dove american television miniseries yeah yeah tv tv so but i'm sure there's a movie version out there where it just puts them all together so maybe that's why
0: or it's coming no it's not (laughs) it's coming it's a little
1: late uh itsy bitsy spider i don't know that one says no that's the twitter account oh (laughs) they say there are so many but one of my favorites is 310 to yuma yeah there you go now they don't say if whether or not that's the original or the 07 one
0: they're just they're just putting them both together as one yeah all right
1: greg denning back to the future three okay salt town showdown podcast you're welcome for the plug says high noon is their favorite western never seen high noon have you seen high noon i have not Peyton butcher hey my college buddy hands down the 1985 classic silverado Kevin Costner, Kevin Klein, Danny Glover, and Scott Glenn all together in one epic film. Absolutely. That was our Sunday night. Now we've got an answer. 310 to Yuma and Silverado from our Silver Night Silver so Night. Sunday them. night
0: poll question. Both of them. Wow. Braden Clark, our guy. Yeah. Hell or high water. Okay. The That's a classic Western.
1: No, it's no, it's not a classic. I mean, it's classic in that yeah. it's amazing. Right. You've got Ben Foster, you've got Chris Pine, you've got Jeff Bridges, you got Gil Burningham. Uh, it was Taylor Sheridan's first real foray into filmmaking, and he is—he's—he's he's amazing. He's the greatest to ever do it. He did that one, then he did Wind River. Now he did to- uh, Yellowstone, the TV series. He did Sicario, Soldado. The, I like the Day those of movies. The, the Dead. Of I the really
0: like those movies.
1: Dallin says Django Unchained, Three Ten to Yuma, Tombstone, the new Magnificent Seven. Okay. Um, young guns, and his wife says McClintock.
0: I don't know McClintock. With John know. Wayne? I don't know that oh, one. See, it's a must-see. I, I have to admit I am not a huge fan of the seriously older westerns. You're, why? I just, I, I don't know. Okay. I just couldn't get into them, so I like the remakes of all those. Jake says,
1: Three Amigos. Well, yes. <laughs> Hands <laughs> technically, down. Technically a Western, even though it's a, a comedy. But it, it's, no, that's a Western, it's buddy. It's a perfect movie. Yes, it is. Uh, the Searcher, says Scott Goldsmith, or Treasure of the Sierra Madre. We don't need no badges. Uh, Dusty Barney says, The Cherokee Kid. I don't know that one. Okay. Johnny says, Tombstone. Brian says, Dances with Wolves. Now, we is that technically a a western yes of course it is it's set in the 1800s there's horses there's cowboys there's american indians it's a war is it cowboys or are are they military they're cowboys that are military cowboys military cowboys (laughs) okay okay fine let's google this (laughs) is dances with wolves a
0: Western. I can see how it can be thrown in there for sure. It definitely takes place Dances in that time. With Wolves
1: is a 1990 American epic Western film. All right, starring, directed, and produced by Kevin Costner in his featured directorial debut. Just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's true. It was the last <laughs> Western to win best most the best uh, best picture award.
0: It didn't have John Wayne. It's not a Western. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. actually, I, I can see where that would fall into, and Dances with Wolves is a great pick. It's way too long. It's way long. Three
1: hours and 56 minutes. And that was in the 80s. A movie should not be longer than church. Okay. That's my rule. Okay. And if it is, watch it in three different sittings.
0: Now, has anybody said the unforgiven?
1: Uh there's we haven't we've got 75 responses. Oh, I'm sorry. Someone down here says unforgiven. Yes. Okay, they better. They better. They better because that is a movie. Uh in fact, whoever you are, you're down here somewhere. They said uh, unforgiven. Okay, good. Mike and Porter say the Revenant. Yep, 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 yep. Timmy says I'm going to get a lot of flack for this but Wild Wild West.
0: Okay, I can Don't see do that. It. I can see Don't that, man. Do it. It's so funny. And horrible at the same time. Ridiculous. I, I walked Speaking out of, of it. bad Kevin Klein movies. Oh, there you go. You're right. I walked out of that in the theater, but then grew to love it on DVD. Shasta, Mike, says, is Blazing Saddles a Western? Yes, sure. Of course it's uh-huh. a Western, yeah.
1: Uh, he said, then that's my vote. But if you want a serious Western, 310 to Yuma or Assassination of Jesse James the Coward. Ooh. I've not seen Assassination of Jesse James the Coward. Uh, Dallin says, Red Dead Redemption 2. It's basically a movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it is. Game.
1: It is. Do you know what is funny about that? Red Dead Redemption 2, for some reason, uh, that, that, not that game, but there was a game called Gun. That Gun. It's very similar to Red Dead Redemption. And it reminded me so much of 310 to Yuma. <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> I bet they take it from
0: this. a movie for sure. Did you play Red, Red Dead Redemption I've, 2?
1: I've seen it played, I've not played it. It's
0: it's very cowboy. You can fight a bear. You can fight mm-hmm. a bear.
1: Uh and then finally Brett uh says what uh Butch Ca- Butch Cassidy
0: and the Sun Sundance Dance Kid Sundance Kid. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Paul Newman, Robert Redford,
0: which Absolutely. has many ties to Utah. Indeed, it was made here. Yes. First and foremost, and Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid did spend some time here.
1: They did. Uh Robert Redford after making Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid decided to move his Sundance uh, uh, Film studio? Uh, well, his uh, ski organization. Ski resort? <laughs> to here, yeah. So he moved to ski resort here. Park City, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. That's our poll question. Your favorite Westerns. There's some good choices there. I, I'm sad no one said the good, bad, and the ugly, but that's why we made it our uh, soundtrack of the week. That's
0: actually really surprising because that even ties into Back to the Future 3.
1: Indeed it does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love Westerns. Did you know, though, do you know why they're called spaghetti Westerns?
0: No, tell me. This I had not known
1: this uh, until a few days ago, is it because of the comedy side of it? No, no. There, there's a few different reasons. The more accepted uh, reasoning is that a spaghetti western was a western made in or by an Italian or in Italy. Really? Yes. That's the reason. Yes. Wow. Yep. So there was also there's also the belief that a spaghetti western is uh, more violence, and so you get more blood. Marinara
0: sauce, Spaghetti Western. <laughs> See, now, I would have thought the opposite. I would have thought it was more comedy. Because there was some funny stuff that happened in those older movies. And Spaghetti Western seemed to be a little bit more cheesy. Huh? No. Parmesan yes, yes, cheesy? Yes, 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 yes. So, All right, sorry. Uh,
1: mo- in fact, uh, the dictionary says, Spaghetti Western, a movie about the American Old West made cheaply in Europe, typically by an Italian producer and director. Wow. So there you go. Interesting. Uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? A spaghetti western. Is it really? Uh, the, the Marcone. what's what's Yeah, no, right? no, you're right. I just didn't uh, think of it that way. Uh, right down to the guy that wrote the music. Why am I forgetting his name? He just passed it in... Alan? No. The Good, Bad, and The Ugly score. Uh, who wrote it? Marcon or something. Who did it? Oh, Oh uh, your Morricone they- you were right look at that yeah. look at An the Italian big brain composer. on Austin <laughs> alright coming up next Johnny has promised us some Iron Man news a little bit just one maybe two little things while we look back in the archives on another Marvel character
0: movie. I just want to say I'm disappointed no one said Cowboys and Aliens
1: well it's a bad movie so we have smart listeners I'm just disappointed <laughs> coming up next we'll wrap up the movie zone with From the Archives right here on the Zone Sports Network <laughs> You're locked on to The Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. Final segment this week here on The Movie Zone. He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. Soundtrack of the week, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Did a little bit of a Western theme this week on the show. If you missed the poll question responses, you can check that out at 1280thezone.com, your favorite Westerns. Now, this From the Archives subject, uh, uh, chosen movie, Johnny... It's not a true western. No. But there's some we we can call it a little bit of typical stereotypical cowboy action. Well, there's a guy who wears movie. a
0: cowboy hat and technically that <laughs> is just the criteria these days. And there's a there's a lumberjack <laughs> camp in yep. the woods. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a full-on spaghetti western. <laughs> so, <laughs> therefore the Lego movie
1: is a western. Yes, there's a cowboy there's hat a, and there's a cowboy land. Yes. That, it's a western. western. All right.
0: Tell us about X-Men's Wolverine's origins, X Men Origins Wolverine was oh. came out in two thousand nine. I loved this movie. I, I really loved did. this movie too. Features Hugh Jackman, Liev Schreiber, Ryan Reynolds, and Will I Am, plus many many other X Men mutants in there. Uh, had a budget of one hundred and fifty million and did a worldwide gross of three hundred and seventy three million. Wow. Uh, the critics gave it a thirty seven Rotten Tomato percentage. What? And the fans only gave it 58. What is wrong with people? It's a good movie. It's a great movie, but I think what was wrong with it, and I'm going to get to this and some of the facts, but Deadpool was in this movie. Okay. A very bad version of Deadpool that made a lot of fans of the comics mad. And Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds did it. <laughs> but we're going to get to that in a second. Okay. Um, this movie took place... Where they did the original, remember the three, uh, Patrick Stewart's, you know, X-Men? Yeah. This was kind of the first movie after those three, and I think they really did it right. They just really tied in the whole, this is how he became Wolverine, started out, I mean, it covered a few centuries and lots of wars that uh, Hugh Jackman and his brother, Lee Schreiber, who's also Sabretooth. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, how they survived and fought through. Now, Leave in this, uh, he was given a muscle suit to wear to make <laughs> his physique look comparable to, to to Hugh Jackman's. However- That's a
1: little demoralizing. However, Leave hated it. Yeah.
0: And uh, begged the studio to give him three months uh-huh. to bulk up. And- And they agreed? They agreed. Wow. They said, it, obviously, it would look a lot better than a suit. Yeah. So they agreed, he he bulked up while he was filming uh, Defiance, it, which was a 2008 movie, and he also trained with uh, Hugh Jackman during the filming huh. to get that huge physique. Now, Hugh Jackman goes through a huge transformation to become Wolverine, and that's one of the reasons why he decided to let it go, other than the fact that Wolverine doesn't really age and he was aging. Right. So that's that was one of the other reasons, but... This is, I found really super funny is leave said in order for him to bulk up, he had to eat more and more protein. Yeah. And he ate so much chicken that he actually called it the genocide of the chicken. (laughs) How much, how much he ate. And in the end of it, he actually ended up gaining 40 pounds of muscle. Wow. Pure muscle for this movie. That's ridiculous. It's, I couldn't do that in three months. No, it takes me chance. three months to like make my mind up to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, pretty cool. Good no, for it's, him. it's really it's really interesting what what he did. Now, um, Hugh Jackman chose leave because of their work on Kate and Leopold together. That's one of the reasons why. Which he's, is a very random connection. Right. Because they're so different. They're so different. But here's what's crazy is originally considered for the role of Victor Creed slash Sabretooth was Carl Urban from Star Trek. You know, uh, uh, McCoy. Yes. And Gerard Butler. Oh. They were both considered but Hugh really put his foot down and said, let's bring Leave in and working with him and Kate and Leopold, they thought they would be great. Look, They kind of look similar. If you look at them, you know, they're very okay. similar. And of course, in real life, they are also very, very close friends. Okay. So I thought that was really interesting. Now, uh, Marvel... I'm sorry. Marvel actually ended up buying X-Men the rights back. So we're going to probably see a bunch of reboots for this. But... Uh, Fox had a couple other origins on tap that they were going to use. They were going to do a Professor X origin. They were going to do a Magneto origin. Okay. But both of those got shelved because of X-Men First Class came out and kind of gave that backstory in both of them already. But they were also going to do a Gambit. Now, do you know who Gambit is? Uh, Played by Taylor Kitsch. Very good. That is correct. He was... uh, Who was in John
1: Carter. Yep. With... Lynn Collins, who plays
0: Wolverine's wife. That's in right. X-Men
1: Oranges, anyway.
0: Very so. good. Is it, that on your paper? Yes. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Yes. I just put No, that no, together. it's fine.
0: No, that's that's totally fine. <laughs> but check it out. So Gambit has always been a fan favorite for Marvel X-Men. Always. He's he's got some really cool powers and he's always kind of the quote unquote looker, right? He's right. he's easy on the eyes. Okay. Right? Um sure. how, <laughs> however, he has been cast in several of the X-Men movies. Like the original ones. what You know, uh, the back with Patrick Stewart ones. But every time his scenes were cut, always. that sucks. I know, right? So he finally made it in. So this is actually the first appearance of him. And there was going to be, and of course it got shelved since Marvel bought back the rights, but there was going to be an X-Men Origins Gambit movie. All to itself. Yes. And then it did. And that got shelved along with uh, Professor X and Magneto's.
1: See, I think we we'll, I think we can see Professor X happening. Possibly, I think it is happening.
0: Possibly. I mean, Mar- Marvel now has an open slate with X Men. There. I don't
1: think Gambit is well enough known for them to be taken. He's not well enough that. known
0: in the general public. But if you're in the comic book world, you know Gambit.
1: Right. But if you're gonna make a two hundred million dollar movie, you want the whole world to be aware of it, not right. just the comic book world. But
0: let's be honest. Did we all know about Iron Man? Uh, no, I Iron, Iron Man yeah. was like a a B, maybe even C level superhero before 2008 Iron Man, and just shot him up to superstardom.
1: Yeah, because they did a really good movie. You're right.
0: Yeah. Yes, well, check this out. This is this is ties into Iron Man right here. Okay, Hugh Jackman was offered the role of Tony Stark, Iron Man, in 2008. I couldn't. I couldn't yeah, maybe, but okay. he turned it down to do this one. To do Wolverines? To do the Wolverine movie, which uh, then, of course, they found Robert Downey Jr., which, in my opinion, is the perfect cast for Iron Man. Okay. He is Tony Stark, and Hugh Jackman is Wolverine.
1: Well, you think that now that you've seen them in those movies. What if they were reversed? I can't. No, there's (laughs) no way. No way. I can't see. I could see Jackman playing Tony Stark. I could not see Downey Jr. playing Wolverine. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Tony, give us one more. One more. Okay. So speaking of Gambit, Chris Hemsworth auditioned for this role. Okay. And was turned down. Oh, mistake. Sorry, Taylor Kitsch. I, I don't know if it was a mistake because, again, he became Thor, which he is Thor. You think of Thor now because of the movies. You think of Chris Hemsworth.
1: But I'll bet if they had gone with Chris Hemsworth, there'd be a Gambit movie already.
0: You're probably right. <laughs> and one, one quick one. There's a scene in this movie where uh Wolverine gets his Adam Antium put in. You remember how they yes. he had the bones that came out and then they turned to the claws? Yes. Well, in order to film those scenes, he had to spend Hugh Jackman had to spend two days underwater filming how? those scenes. Just though that scene because if you think about all the in movies a scuba gear? That they, yeah, didn't. well, I mean, they bring him up, but you know, for the most majority of the filming, he is underwater. Oh, my gosh, for that. And you think about all the scenes that they cut for that from different movies, they always throw back to him with uh, uh what was the guy's name? Uh, Stryker, uh-huh. who, who turned him into that. You always flash back in Wolverine's memory to that. Right. So they shot more than we saw in the movie, so they could use those throwback images. Wow, two days underwater, yeah, that sounds like fun, actually. No, it does not. Give me some scuba gear. He'd be so wrinkled. Some sharks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine.
0: Look, it, this is a great movie. Even though it got tanked by the critics and tanked by the audience, because of Deadpool's portrayal in this movie, was horrible. Even Ryan Reynolds himself didn't like how it turned well, out. they redid it. Which is why they did it. Yep. yep.
1: Well, I like it. It's a good movie. I think it's got one of the best opening moments of Marvel movies.
0: It's really yeah. cool how they go through all the wars. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, love I love it. that scene. All right, that's uh, that's good.
1: Good show. Good well movie. Good show. We went Westerns this week. Next week we'll go, oh, I don't know, uh, rom-com.
0: Ooh.
1: Or will we go sci-fi? Yes. Or will we go mystery thriller?
0: We need to do a horror movie just so you have to watch one. I'll be out in
1: a couple weeks, and maybe you can do a horror movie. Version while I'm gone. All right, I will do that. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> He's Johnny Lightfoot. I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you on down the trail, partner. All right, buddy. That's gonna do it for happy the trails. We'll see you next week. <laughs>